beauties. Welcome back to Beauty Defines Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to discuss the art of releasing. Beauties, learning to release the things, people, habits, and spaces that no longer serve you is oftentimes very difficult. It's a difficult process for many of us. Trust me, I've been there and I know I will be there again. And I've learned that it takes time. It's a process that we must go through in order to grow and eventually heal. Some of the women listening to this episode may be in the exact situation I'm speaking of, but don't lose hope. You can do this. I read a quote that stated, love yourself so much that when someone treats you wrong, you recognize it. Love yourself so much that when someone treats you wrong, you recognize it. And I would like to add that you do something about it. One of the first keys, if not the major key to releasing and letting go is self-love. You must love yourself enough to release the things that are not good for your well-being. So here are some tips on how to practice releasing and letting go. Tip number one is self-love. Be sure to listen to Beauty Define's episode on the art of self-love, which was uploaded back in May of 2021. On that episode, I elaborate on how to practice self-love. Many of us don't love ourselves and we simply don't know how. Some of us have such a skewed definition of self-love that we even call people selfish or arrogant because they love themselves. Beauties, you should love yourself. At the end, all you have is yourself. The relationship that you have with yourself is going to be the longest relationship you will ever have. You know that voice in your head? That's a relationship. There's a reason God created us with the ability to hear our own thoughts before we speak, to visualize and think, to dream. Beauties, think about it. Isn't it fascinating how no one on this planet can read your thoughts? No one knows what you're thinking. No one knows what you're dreaming. They only know if you tell them. Only you and God knows your heart and your thoughts. That's a relationship. Imagine how violated we would feel if people could read our minds at all times. The good, the bad, and the ugly thoughts. That would be a disaster. (laughs) Trust me, I am glad that we have thoughts without people being able to hear and read our thoughts. Being able to think without interference is such a blessing, and I am so thankful that God created us that way. This is why it's important for you to think positive thoughts of yourself and to love yourself. Beauties, a lot of people benefit off of you not loving yourself. For example, notice on social media how people will tear women down if they're happy and at peace. It's like They feel the need to humble you. They would rather see you walking with your head down than with your head up. Why is that? Because misery loves company. Beauties, self-love comes with a cost. 
Some people don't want you to love yourself, whether that be your partner, a family member, a friend, etc. You need to learn to release those people. They should be happy to see you loving yourself. But remember, people will continue to walk all over you if you're okay with being a doormat. Only you can get up off the floor and say, no more, I deserve better. Tip number two is to live your truth. Beauties, let me ask you a thought-provoking question. What's your truth? Everyone has an opinion about you, but who do you say that you are? Be honest with yourself about how you feel, about the way people treat you, your trauma, your pain, insecurities, your strengths, and your weaknesses. It's easier to let go of things that no longer serve you when you know who you are. Knowing yourself is very important. You should know yourself more than anyone else knows you on this planet. And the only person that could probably come close might be your parents. <laughs> or your guardian and knowing yourself is going to require you to be introspective and to spend time alone looking deep within yourself this may be a painful process because you must look at every layer of the girl or the woman in the mirror get to know your spiritual emotional physical and mental reflection do you know who you are what do you do when you feel off balance? Do you pray, meditate, read, go for a walk? Do you journal your thoughts? You should strive to learn more of yourself each day because the goal is really to evolve into a better human being. And if someone knows you more than you know yourself, it's only going to make it easier for them to control and manipulate you. Now, of course, there are good-hearted people in the world that wouldn't take advantage of you, but beauties, a lot of people are actually willing to take advantage of you. Why? Because they don't know themselves. They are not living in their truth. So they would rather keep you blind so you won't live in your truth either. Tip number three, process of elimination. Beauties, ask yourself, if I let this person, thing, or space go, what will happen? What's the worst that can happen? Imagine your life without this person or imagine talking to them less. If the person drains you and makes you feel like crap, why should you tolerate it? And let's be honest, if you treated that person the same way, they would leave you. If you don't feel safe in environment or space, you should create a game plan for yourself to exit that situation, whether that's your living environment or if you go out with friends. I remember being invited to certain environments that I knew would probably make me uncomfortable and I would respectfully decline. It's not because those people are bad people. I just don't feel the need to be somewhere I don't care to be. I'm comfortable enough with myself to decline and it doesn't matter if they think, oh, she thinks she's too good. Beauties, you can't care what people think about you unless it's constructive criticism. And we all know most of the time that's not the case. I remember being in college, for example, and there was a period where I didn't have a car. 
I would decline to go into certain environments and hangouts because I know that being stranded or if a conflict or issue arises, I ask myself, how would you get out of, get out of that situation? Do I trust that someone would have my back? That's the question you should ask yourself. Do you have the funds to exit that environment if an emergency occurs? Beauties, do they have your back? I can't count how many times I've seen stories of women in college and going out and then one of their girlfriends would just allow them to exit the bar or the club and not even go with them and something happens. What kind of friend are you if you're not looking out for a friend? Some people would even look out for a stranger, let alone a friend. Let me give you another example. I was talking to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, and she told me that her and her husband went to his sister's house. Now, she's a drama queen, by the way. Um, She's always had conflict with them, often and non. But, you know, they were just in town visiting. I think they were supposed to go to an event the following day. So they were at her house in the middle of the night, like around 9 or 10. She told them to get out of their house because they gave her advice on some issues that she had with her friend. So she was telling a story and they told her how they thought she should resolve the issue. And that made her upset. I guess she didn't like the advice. (laughs) And luckily, they didn't argue with her. They just went to a hotel. This is what I mean when I say know people and know your environment. If you know you're going into a situation where people are toxic and you feel like you don't have a choice, have a game plan. If you know you're going to your family's house for the holidays and they make you uncomfortable or they say toxic things, have a game plan, beauties. Have a credit card so you can go to a hotel, have a rental, Always have an uh, exit strategy in mind. I went to a friend's house a few years ago um, after she invited me for the weekend and she lived like several hours away. The second day I was there, I remember she was acting so strange and would just make comments pretty much jealous. (laughs) Even her friends looked at her weird when she would make comments towards me. And I thought, okay, I'm on her turf. I'm not familiar with the city. I don't feel like I'm in danger, but let me just get out of her way so when it's time for me to leave, I'll just never go back. Beauties, I never went back. and It's been like four or five years. And truth be told, I didn't feel the need to confront her about it, about her behavior. I was okay with cutting my losses and keeping it cordial. Why do I need a jealous friend? I'm very big on... I would rather have two solid friends than have 20 girlfriends. Why do I need a jealous friend? How does that benefit me at all? What can she offer me that I cannot offer to myself? Beauties, you have to ask yourself that. When you tolerate bad behavior, what are you getting out of it? And please don't tell me why I don't want to be alone. Because you can be married with kids and be lonely. That should not be the only thing that you're getting out of a relationship or a friendship is someone's presence. You need to demand more than that. 
if you're getting something good out of it, despite some toxic behavior, well, more power to you. But I highly doubt that's the case. Sure, we all have good and bad. We're human beings. But some people really do have more bad than good. Why is that? Because they haven't done the inner work. Instead of doing the inner work, they're okay with being broken. And so they go around breaking other people. You don't have to be part of that. It's not your job to put someone back together again. You're not Bob the Builder. (laughs) You're not God. If you can work on yourself and self-development and try to heal yourself, other people can do the same. Some people get therapy, some people get counseling. But truth be told, even if you don't have access to those resources, you can still work on yourself for free. There are literally YouTube videos. There are literally pages and different groups on the internet, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, where where there are therapists, psychologists, different groups that talk about healing, narcissism, toxic behavior. I mean, we all have access to these resources online for the most part. For the most part, sometimes the resources, it may come from the the community, it may come from a church or, or organization. And if you have access to a computer or a cell phone that's connected to internet, everything is at the tip of your fingers and it's up to you to decide whether you want to continue being toxic or not. Beauties, when you decide to eliminate toxic behavior from others, or even leaving your own toxic behavior behind, people will judge you. Beauties, get comfortable with people judging you. Unless you live under a rock in a desert somewhere, you cannot avoid judgment. In fact, your family members or old friends would judge you for living under that rock in the desert. (laughs) You really can't please everyone. That's part of being honest with yourself, is understanding that I cannot make everyone happy. And you know what? It's not my job. Be comfortable with that. Be comfortable with the fact that you cannot control someone else's happiness. You could do things to make them happy, but a lot of people are just fickle. Their hearts are fickle. They're good with you today and not good with you tomorrow. Some people may say it's extreme to cut people off, but... I'm honest with myself about who's for me and who's not. I like to be in control because I'm the captain of my own ship. And I'm okay with eliminating people from my life because of negativity, drama, and chaos. Why? Because it will affect your mental health. Some people you can love up close. Some people you have to love from a distance. And some people you have to eliminate and simply cut off from your life. Remember beauties, there are over 7 billion people in the world. You're not going to end up alone. Some people will come and some people will go. Just make sure you don't settle. And know that God will place the right people in your life at the right time. Beauties, I hope you learned more about the art of releasing. Remember the tips, self-love, living your truth, and going through the process of elimination to let go of toxic people things, or environment. These are all keys to releasing the things that no longer serve you. Don't be hard on yourself. Remember, it's a lifelong journey. 
As we evolve, we will leave things behind and enter into new seasons. As a wise man once told me, life is all about taking out the trash. I often think about this quote. I think this means putting the things behind you, letting go of things that no longer serve you. Would you carry around a trash bag that's filled with trash? Would you carry it in your car, on a date, to work, to hang out with friends? Would you put trash a trash bag in your bed? No, you wouldn't. You would never sleep with a bag of trash in your bed. It stinks, it's full, and it's unsanitary. It's not good for your health. That's how I want you to visualize letting go. See yourself throwing out the trash and the garbage truck picks it up and you no longer have to carry the weight of it anymore. Release, let go. Life is too short. You deserve to be free. Stay tuned for my next episode. I love interacting with my audience. Please email me at beautydefined139 at gmail.com. Also, you can leave a voice message on this podcast to show your support. Please visit Beauty Define's website at www.beautydefined.shop for handmade beauty products, Beauty Define's blog, and of course, Beauty Define's free podcast. As always, you are fearfully and wonderfully made.